Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Cool Whip, Quickset Jello, Tang, Pop Rocks. These are the packaged foods that shaped and were shaped by generations of Americans coming of age in the 1960s to the 1990s. And they were all invented by one guy, William A. Mitchell, a research chemist whose 35-year career at General Foods Corporation coincided with America's mid-century fascination with convenience foods. One Marv Rudolph worked with Mitchell for six years at the company. In an interview with Great Big Story, he said, Bill was the inventor at General Foods. He knew what amplified flavors, what colors to use to make something more attractive. If you had a problem, he was the guy to go to. Management tried to promote Bill many times, but he said, no, just keep me in my lab. It's what I want to do. Mitchell was awarded more than 70 patents for foods he invented while working there. But his success was not a given. He was almost killed in an explosion before he ever had a chance to concoct some of the world's favorite junk foods. Born to a Minnesota farm family in 1911, Mitchell was no stranger to hard work. His father died while he was still in elementary school, so Mitchell harvested peas and beans for area farmers to help supplement the family income. By the time he was a teenager, Mitchell's family had relocated to Colorado, where he earned money by trapping muskrats and harvesting melons. 
During high school, he worked an overnight shift operating the sugar crystallization tanks at the American Beet Sugar Company. And after his shift, frequently caught a scant two hours of sleep before classes began. Mitchell worked as a carpenter to pay his way through undergrad in Nebraska, went on to earn a master's degree in chemistry from the University of Nebraska, then stepped into a research chemist role at the Agricultural Experiment Station in Lincoln. Not long after he started working there, a laboratory explosion from heating a cracked beaker of alcohol left him with second and third degree burns over 80% of his body. After months of recovery, he returned to the lab this time as a research chemist at General Foods Corporation in White Plains, New York, where he would spend the next 35 years inventing one unique convenience food after another. One of Mitchell's first foodstuff inventions was a replacement for tapioca, a staple that helped quell the hunger of American forces fighting in World War II. Uh, To combat a shortage of naturally occurring tapioca, which is a starch extracted from the cassava plant, Mitchell developed a tapioca-adjacent product derived from the starches of more readily available grains and gelatin, which soldiers nicknamed Mitchell's Mud. In 1957, he went on to create a powdered drink that would eventually wind up in space, Tang. A Tang was composed primarily of sugar with a bit of vitamin C and some additives thrown in. When mixed with water, it turns into a bright tangerine-colored drink that tastes strongly of oranges. Although sales of the drink powder were initially lackluster, it captured the imagination and taste buds of many Americans when it went into orbit. Tang was used in 1962 to make the water more palatable for astronaut John Glenn's Mercury spaceflight. It masked the metallic flavor of the stored liquid. Tang was subsequently brought aboard more space flights, and by the time the Apollo 8 mission was televised in 1968, Tang was the major sponsor of ABC's space launch broadcast. Though astronaut Buzz Aldrin much later admitted, and I quote, Tang sucks. Even as Tang was taking American shopping lists by storm, Mitchell had set his sights on food inventions that would make meal preparation faster and easier for home cooks. In 1967, he patented a quick-set form of jello that could be made with cold water rather than hot, saving a step and a bunch of setting time. And just a few months after that, Mitchell came up with Cool Whip, the first freezer-safe non-dairy whipped cream. Unlike dairy cream whipped into a foam, which would collapse or even separate if it freezes, a Cool Whip is stabilized so it can be stored frozen, making it easier to ship and saving consumers from the labor involved in making fresh whipped cream. Cool Whip also starred in many recipes of the mid-20th century, like flag cake and Mississippi mud pie. Nowadays, Cool Whip does include some milk and cream, as American consumers' tastes have swung away from artificiality, though of course we still like to save time. Perhaps Mitchell's most endearing invention was Pop Rocks, from 1956. It came about when he was experimenting with ways to add carbonation to powdered Kool-Aid. The carbonated drink mix didn't quite work as hoped, so Mitchell gave up on it. But 20 years later, another scientist tweaked the formula, and the result was the explosive candy called Pop Rocks that crackles and fizzles inside your mouth. By the way, contrary to the popular myth, consuming Pop Rocks along with soda won't make your stomach explode. General Foods had to take out full-page ads in newspapers in the 1970s to refute that claim. 
But it was this commitment to the science of discovery and his willingness to fail that made Mitchell's career accomplishments so enduring. Take, for example, his efforts to create dry alcohol by mixing wet alcohol with an intensely processed absorbent starch called maltodextrin. It didn't work out, but each discovery was a learning experience that informed his future efforts. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Claire Conigan, who's the Associate Director of Content at DataCentral, a food and beverage market research and intelligence platform. As she said, Pop Rocks was an attempt at instant soda that found a different purpose. Tang was made to simulate fresh orange juice via flavor crystals, making it easier to transport and longer to store. A Cool Whip was made to ease the hand-whipping cream process for people and to allow it to be stored frozen. They all remain nostalgic today and are often reintroduced to new generations by their parents or grandparents who are nostalgic or appreciate the convenience. Mitchell retired from General Foods in 1976, and he passed away in 2004. A father of seven who was married for 60 years and whose daughter, Cheryl, became a food scientist too, he was remembered in his obituary as a devoted, stimulating, and loving parent. Of course, he's also remembered, even if not always by name, by the millions of consumers who have startled their taste buds with Pop Rocks or pretended they were an astronaut while drinking Tang. Today's episode is based on the article Meet the Man Who Invented Cool Whip, Tang, and Pop Rocks on HowStuffWorks.com, written by L'Oreal Dove. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Canva helps you get your point across, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.